Welcome to the dumpster fire, folks. The train wreck choo-choo has pulled into the station for yet another, not another, Baptist podcast. A podcast exploring church revitalization, church planting, and I can let out a sigh of relief because now, now, finally, Kyle is no longer a heretic dabbling in the ocean that is Christmas tradition heresy because it's now time to put up your Christmas decor. And, and I don't have my Christmas lights up yet, and I'm not wearing my Santa hat. So that'll be next episode. We can praise the happen. Lord for that. <laughs> Thanksgiving, it's behind us, and that means we get to break out the movie Elf. We get to trim the tree. We get to chug a gallon of eggnog. Maybe we could do that on an episode. That would be fantastic. But as always, we are suffering through Kyle, the pastor of First Baptist Alamogordo, and myself, Matt Hensley, pastor of Mayhill Baptist. But today, my friends, today is a special day. No, it's not my birthday. Kyle, tell us what is oh so special about this day. Today, we are adding a personality to the train wreck. And that is Dennis Garcia, who's a church planning catalyst for the North American Mission Board, uh, working alongside the Baptist Convention of New Mexico, and a long-suffering fan of the New Mexico Lobos. Go Lobos. So, <laughs> so, so Dennis, other than all that, tell us about yourself, man. Uh, I like long walks on the beach, uh, good coffee, uh, bad friends. (laughs) Uh, No, man, I I just have a heart to see churches reach their communities, Um, whether it's through church planting, replanting, revitalization, uh, in any way, shape, or form possible. So, um, you know, it's just something that's that's always been on my heart and and something I'm happy to do. And and right now God has me doing it through uh, church planting and replanting. And and so glad to to serve southern New Mexico and, and serve God through this avenue awesome and we're we're moderately glad that you're on the podcast with <laughs> us. but basically between the three of us then you now have an absolutely certifiable definitely we, certifiable we could stop right there <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah. but experts on marriage we're all happily married we're experts on parenting we love mm. raising our kids we're experts on pastoring church planting revitalization and so forth right um, not not um, so much. Loosely. I have, I have <laughs> some knowledge in all of those areas. <laughs> we are learning through that. And so together combined, uh, we have like 3,456 years of experience under our belt. And that's a little bit of an overstatement. We are experts on coffee, though, that's I right. believe. Well, I guess aside from one problem, that Kyle drinks the pumpkin spice latte but my wife loves that drink unashamedly yeah, <laughs> yeah so yes i'm so, a white college girl basically but i, I don't care <laughs> yeah i can't even so what we've established at this point in the podcast is we're not experts on husbanding or being a dad or church planting or even coffee because of you but we are experts on train wrecks so dennis welcome kyle repent and let's get this party started on another pod devoting this time wholly to church planting dennis you are the church planting czar or catalyst for the north american mission board the baptist convention of new mexico what in the world is that i have no idea (laughs) 
Awesome. <laughs> no, basically, I serve as a regional strategist for church planting in southern New Mexico, um, helping to identify communities that are in need of church planting, helping to align strategic partnerships um, to recruit and equip and, and coach uh, church planters to reach southern New Mexico. Cool. That's it? I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> a lot of coffee. I think you just said a moment ago that you drove, was it 3,000 miles last month? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, because uh, New Mexico is tiny, uh, and all yeah. of the clo- the churches are very close to one another. Actually, not so much. It's yeah. like the size of Texas, and our uh, churches are spread out as far as the east is from the <laughs> west. It seems like. Tell us about that. You're you're driving around to drink coffee. We know we've yeah. established this. What else? Um, just to to meet with pastors that, that have a heart for. Um, church planting or that are interested in church planting or replanting, uh, meet with associational um, uh, leaders. Uh, last month, I was able to go to one of our Christian challenges and then visit with uh, the students on campus there, talk church planting, talk uh, living life on, on mission. Um, so it's, it's a little bit of, of, of everything right now, um, but uh, just trying to network to establish um, groups of, of people that, that have interest in reaching their community through church planting and replanting. Cool. So here, let's talk specifically, not just Alamogordo, but but Mountain Valley Baptist Association. So the numbers that we've seen uh, out of the North American Mission Board are that we need churches for every every 1,000 people in urban areas, every 500 people in rural areas. So Alamogordo is a town of about 40,000 people, and we have, I believe, six Southern Baptist churches here in town. So, So we're behind that curve a little bit. So would would you guys say we're, I assume we fall into the rural area, right, here? Um, I, depending on how you define urban and rural. So, um, and, and a lot of times urban is defined as anything over 30,000 people. Okay. Um, so this would be considered the okay. urban, especially for, for this area, right? For for the county, this is the sure. urban center. Absolutely. So um, you would look for, for one healthy evangelical church for every thousand okay. people. Okay. Uh, so so there is a d- distinguishing because you can have a lot of churches that aren't healthy and aren't reaching people and they're right. really doing no good for, for right. their community. Uh, but I would say one healthy church for evangelical church for every thousand people here in, in Alamogordo, uh, which if you take all evangelical churches, we're still at, at one evangelical church for every 1,800 people wow. in Alamogordo. Um, and that doesn't take into account church health. Right. Um, so, so there's still a, a big need, yeah. um, even even in Alamogordo, with all the churches that are here. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, huge need for, for more churches, more not just more churches, more healthy churches, Correct. as you said. Um, so Matt, you, you were recently elected to serve on our association's board for church planning. What does that mean? We don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so no, we uh, we we came together. We actually just uh, recently had our uh, first meeting, and it's really just picking out some areas that, like Dennis said, meet that qualification. What are kind of the dire needs that we have? Either churches that have zero uh, gospel reach, or one, or you know, again, going into the whole health factor. Uh, but uh, it's been a neat opportunity. The the background that I have in church planning is a little bit different than uh, Dennis in that I started my you know ministry career uh, at like 17 and a half or 18 at a church plant that met in a funeral home, and so people were dying to come. But I... <laughs> what what what? <laughs> but uh, 
Years later, I served at a uh, Acts 29 church plant in uh, Las Colinas. I've always had a heart for church planting. And so when we began to have that conversation, uh, Gary, our, our director here for our local association, reached out and, and uh, asked if I would uh, be a part of it. And so we're still figuring out what that's going to uh, look at look like uh, because that you know the the need is there like Dennis said the um, you know the numbers of planters are not there yet and we know that there's a harvest out there it's plentiful but the workers are flu few <laughs> maybe they have the flu <laughs> that could be part of that the problem could be it. Flu. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know we you know Alamo has a Starbucks so there's absolutely a, a room for a church planter to be here. I mean, that's the calling, right? I mean, there's coffee. We'll we'll feed you coffee. We'll give you coffee if you'll come. And uh, but uh, I love Dennis, and as much as it pains me to say this, I, I I love him as a brother, but most especially for his heart for church planters, for established churches like ours, where he's coming in to help us how we can reach out to church planters and also maybe be a part of church planting itself. And so, Dennis, why don't you tell us how you're helping that association uh, effort that Kyle just mentioned about, you know, the meeting that we have. What What is your kind of job in there? You're, I know you're going to train us. You're going to let us know where we can go, but but what are you going to do essentially for, for us on that end to get the ball beyond just talking about the need and actually moving into doing it? A lot of it is helping to, to establish, uh, first of all, a heart for church planting and a heart for reaching the lost. Um, you'd be surprised how that is not a given in, in every situation right. that people just have a heart for reaching the yeah. lost. Um, so, so helping to establish that and, and create that burden for the lost, but then helping to, to say, okay, this is where we are as an association. This is where we want to be. We want to be a church planting association. So let's develop a strategy to get there. And, and that's, that's a lot of what I'm, I'm going to be doing with this association and do with some other associations as well. And, and for us, that started with where do we have needs? Where are our biggest needs? Are, are prioritizing our needs? So we, we started with demographic research, and now we're going to start connecting churches with some of those communities to to engage those communities in in different events or going door to door to see, man, is the Holy Spirit working here? Um, what is the soil like? You know, even Jesus told his followers, hey, go into a community, look for the person of peace, and and stay there as long as you're needed there. But if if they're close to the gospel, kick the dust off your feet and move on. Mm -hmm. um, and so the, the next level would be uh, establishing those community engagement opportunities. And, and then part of it is, is either raising up the leaders to plant in these areas or um, recruiting them to, to come in and, and train them. So all of that is part of that strategy to become um, an association that is heavily involved in, in church planting. Awesome. Cool. Um, so, so as we've said, you serve Southern New Mexico. Uh, that's a huge area. I mean, from Texas <laughs> to Arizona, uh, bordered on the south by Mexico. So talk about some of the work that you have, that, that you're seeing start in in that huge area. Yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, 65,000 square miles. Wow. That's just my area. Um, and so we're, we're, we're seeing a lot of that I, I tell people a lot that, that I've been so impressed with is 
that God has been at work putting church planting on the hearts of the people in southern New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought because of the lack of, of church planting or the focus of church planting in southern New Mexico, it was going to be a lot of really hard work. But what I'm finding is I'm just picking up fruit that's laying on the ground cool. right now. That's awesome. As I meet with pastors, they're saying, hey, we've been wanting to, to plant churches. We just haven't had anybody to walk us through that process. Yeah. I met with one associational director that said, hey, we, we, we know we need more churches. Do you know of anybody that can help us develop a strategy for that? And I'm like, right, right here. Uh, so we've, since I've, I've been down here, um, we had two uh, churches, that Hispanic churches, that were just getting started. Um, we've now launched a, another Hispanic work in a community that, uh, get this, talking about demographics, and they have 12,000 people in this community, Sunland Park, New Mexico, zero evangelical churches. For 12,000 wow. people. Wow. So we just launched a, a Spanish language church there. Um, we're looking at launching a cowboy church um, it, just south of, of Las Cruces, working with an association on the southeastern side that they're wanting to uh, bring in a Hispanic church planter, but also a strategist to help them plant more Hispanic churches in the area and to strengthen the Hispanic works that they have there. Um, with Mountain Valley, you know, we, we talked about what what's going on there. Southwestern um, Association, where we're working to uh, plant three different uh, Spanish language churches there. Um, so there's there's work going all over southern New Mexico, and I have absolutely nothing to do with it <laughs> other than I just showed up. That's cool. And uh, I was a warm body. Yeah, awesome. And so you have the, uh, the true and better Dennis Garcia on the northern <laughs> half of the state. Uh, that's Chad Spriggs. Is he doing basically the exact same thing on what, where do y'all kind of draw the line? Where, where are you not allowed to cross into? Well, that, that's the cool thing about New Mexico, right? We're, we're not very territorial in yeah. that. Um, Chad and I even just in the last month had a conversation said, man, let's let's really focus on the things that, that we're good at. And, and you do that, and then we, we'll work together. Um, I'm, I'm a demographic nerd. I love studying demographics. I love processing all that stuff. So that's not something that he's passionate about or, or, or good at. So I'm, I'm going to help him with, with a lot of that stuff as well. Uh, if you we had to look at the map, yeah, he does the northern part of the state. I do the southern part of the state. But we really work together. Um, I'm working with a church planter right now, uh, or potential church planter. He's in the southern part of the state, but he's looking at planting in the northern part of the state. But because of our proximity, I'm walking him through that process until ready to hand off to Chad. Uh, so we have a definitive area, but we really work closely together. Awesome. So, so the numbers that we've heard are that the state of New Mexico is somewhere between 90 to 95% lost on average. Um, so say over the next five years, what does that mean for the number of uh, church plants that, that we're looking at? Well, um, what we need or what we can do. Let's talk need first of yeah. all. Um, need, uh, we, we have t- to double the number of Southern Baptist churches wow. we have in the state of New Mexico. So that'd be close to 700 total. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, to, to even touch at that need uh, because we're talking 1.9 million Lost people. Yeah. I mean, the, the 90 to 95% doesn't give you the, the true breadth of, of 1.9 million right. people in our state of, of 2.2 million. Um, our goal as a missions mobilization team with the Baptist Convention in New Mexico is to plant 15 churches a year. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a significant um, challenge. Right. 
And it's going to help us get there, but it's just scratching the surface. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about doubling the number of, of yeah. churches we have in this convention. And there are 330-ish or so right now. Yeah, right? 333, 335, not, something Not taking nature. into account church health, just churches that are open. Just churches right. that are open wow. right now, right? We're also seeing churches die off right. and close too and, and population grow. So to keep those those ratios, I mean, we're, we, we have to run hard and fast after it. And, and so if we need 700 churches, Dennis, that obviously means we're going to need 700 uh, pastors. We're going to need 700 other church planters that are going to come in. And, and you and I have joked before about the fact you'll take anybody with a pulse at this point, and maybe that's <laughs> even optional. Uh, but briefly, uh, talk to us about this pipeline that NAM is, is working on. Tell us about the pipeline real quick. Well, I, I believe, and, and NAM believes as well, that the answer to our problem of of not having enough church planters it's in our congregations yeah, right the resources absolutely. are in the harvest um, it's not nam's job it's not the state convention's job it's not the local association's job to plant churches churches plant churches yeah. as pastors we're supposed to be equipping people for the ministry um, Every pastor I've met knows that. Every pastor I've met has a desire for that. Every, almost every pastor I've met says, I don't have time to develop my own resource for that. That's what the planting pipeline is. It's a resource that NAM has put together uh, anywhere between a one-year or three-year track that gives the tools necessary to equip church planters in your congregation so that you can train them up and send them out to do the work that God has called them to do. Awesome. awesome. And so if, if maybe you feel... Uh, the the calling to church planting, whether it's here or, or anywhere, Dennis would love to talk to you, but we can also put some information on the pipeline in the show notes so people yep. can check that out, see what it's about. Uh, and uh, if they do have a pulse and, and maybe that little box where it says, check, I'm a human or whatever, <laughs> like maybe, maybe that's the first step to get them in. But as you know, we try to keep these short, brief, and to the point, and we hope that you were encouraged. I think, I know I was, yeah, by the work absolutely. God is doing in New Mexico, that we have the privilege not just to watch and see it unfold, but kind of get our hands in it. And I appreciate you coming on, not just to talk to us about it, but the, you're kind of guiding our hands to where they need to be. And so we're grateful uh, for that. And uh, and we also know the work that still needs to, done, uh, needs to be done. We've heard the numbers, 300 and some odd churches that are here. We need to at least double that. And uh, so we we need to ask God for, for his help, his wisdom to do just that. But this is the end of another Baptist podcast, uh, not like any of the other ones, because not any of the other ones are an utter train wreck right. like this one is. But if you <laughs> do enjoy this train wreck, we ask that you would leave us a five-star review. If you don't uh, like it, please don't. And uh, we we would love to hear about why, and, and we can try to improve and, and uh, maybe get Kyle to no longer have his heretical uh, traditions. Uh, but we also ask happen. that you uh, follow us on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast. But until then, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you proclaim. Have a great day. Thanks again, Dennis, and we'll see you soon.